Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Dead Chest Productions podcast, episode 73. I'm your host, Josh, or Jay Moskers, joined as always by my co-host, Kyle, or Fate. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. How are you today? Tired, you know, hanging Tired. out, playing games, hit diamond today, so I'm, pre- I'm in a pretty oh, good nice. mood. Congrats, congrats. Today, we're joined by a special guest, Audrey from Anatomith. Thank you for being here. Hi, thanks for having me. Thank you for being here. Appreciate you. Appreciate you uh, coming on the show. Looking forward to our, our talk here. Why don't you tell people a little bit about uh, your podcast, what you got going on? Uh, yeah, so I'm a medical student and I recently launched a podcast that looks at kind of the medicine or potential medical connections behind myths, folklore, basically stories that we've been telling for, you know, centuries and even millennia. So that's basically it. That's my day to day. Nice. We actually have uh, someone in our Discord that's uh, trying to be, uh, uh, I forget what kind of doctor she's trying to be, but she's, she's doing some sort of medical thing. She studies constantly. Do you have the same experience where you're just constantly studying? You have no free time? Or is yeah. it a little bit more laid back? Yeah. No, uh, absolutely. <laughs> uh, I just came out of an exam on Monday, and I've literally been having at least one exam for the last, since March, basically. So it's like three months now. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> You know, I suppose it's a good thing, though. You don't want to go to like a, see a doctor and they're like, yeah, I did all right. I passed most of my classes. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. So how did how do you what what got you into medicine? I guess is how I'll phrase it. Like, how did you decide you went? This was the field you wanted to be in. Um, I think I took more of like a very specialized uh, roundabout kind of approach to it. <laughs> uh, I always. Uh, when I was a kid, uh, I used to watch a lot of crime shows and, you know, mm-hmm. I loved the the forensic pathologists, the Emmys, basically, the ones yeah. taking, like cutting open the bodies and seeing the stuff that they died of. And so that was just always what I wanted to do. And I realized you had to go to medical school for that. So I was like, okay, fine. I guess that's what I'm doing. So, <laughs> yeah. Nice. Nice. So... You're not, I'm assuming you're not squeamish at all then. <laughs> uh, no, uh, the, the more gross it is, the, I guess it's kind of like a morbid curiosity. Um, especially now some of our courses, we get more into kind of like gross stuff with like a lot of pus, a lot of, um, just open wounds. And it's, it's, it's a joy for me. <laughs> yeah, we, we actually, I went to, I took some classes at uh, UNC. Mm-hmm. um actually summer classes not a not when i was in school um but uh they have they the, they bring the cadavers in this is not a class i t- personally but it, this is people relaying it to me when i was there my aunt actually did a lot of medical stuff and mm-hmm. uh she would explain it as like they bring in a bunch of different cadavers like people that i guess have donated their bodies to science things like that do you work with that a lot i guess to learn or do you start off with like a dummy and work your way up like how do they what's the process of that so actually, I haven't yet had my like okay. proper legal medicine class that comes next semester. Mm, uh, but okay. I have seen a couple of uh, autopsies, uh, like for second year medical school, basically. Mm. And um, yeah, it's, uh, it was really, I don't know if that's the way it normally goes, but I did speak to a couple of professors. I was like, I'm interested in this anyway, I could maybe see something. And they were oh, yeah. like, yeah, well, you should come in on such and such day and we have something. Um, so, yeah, I think you just like 
get started because by the by the time that you have your forensic medicine class you've kind of gone through anatomy and all of the other stuff already nice yeah it's <laughs> it's interesting because i feel like whenever you in a lot of cases whenever you talk to someone who is, has an interest in that sort of thing i think it's fascinating but i feel like it definitely comes off like people who are enthusiastic about it which like my aunt and uncle were uh, I was like, man, you, people look at you like you're Hannibal Lecter, <laughs> you know, yeah. it's like, oh, that person's really into human bodies. That's kind of weird. But in actuality, it, it is interesting. Yeah. Uh, no, but that is through. And I think the smell is it just it smells so terrible. That's that's the one thing I think. Like, have you ever tried away from that? I was going to based on I think there's a thing where you like press your hand in your like one of your fingers into your thumb or something or the center of your palm. Have you ever tried that? Uh, do they like do they teach you tactics on how to avoid the smell um i don't know uh, i might get back to you when we have like our proper class but okay. i had never heard of that one uh but just, maybe i'll I, try I, that yeah i saw a video oh, this is a while back so i might not be remembering it perfectly but they had like a bucket where they put like a bunch of like old like rotting decaying meat and stuff and they just threw it all in this bucket or it was a it was a cooler that's what it was a cooler that way they could open it up and people would smell it and they'd get real, they'd be like, oh my God, this is awful. And then they'd teach them, you like, you'd put your, you'd wrap like, uh, like say you hold your right hand, you like put your other hand behind it and wrap your fingers around like the right side. And you put your thumb directly in the center of your, your palm. And then they smell it. Like actually like push down and smell it. And like the smell doesn't like it, like, uh, it prevents it from stimulating like your gag reflex, which I don't understand the science of that, but apparently it was working. Yeah. Well, I think I have heard, um, sorry, I think I have heard the gag reflex one. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. So I guess, yeah, in a way that might, yeah, I, I also don't know the science behind that. Um, but, <laughs> I don't know how it makes sense. It's like, my hand shouldn't have anything to do with this, but whatever. <laughs> yeah. Did you, have you done dissections of other stuff? Like we never got to do that in school, which I thought was interesting because you see it a lot in like pop culture. Or it's like, oh, they're dissecting the frogs today or whatever in science class. We never did that. I think I did do that uh, when I was in like second year high school. Um, mm -hmm. We did. I, yeah, you know, that was like, that was quite some time ago. I'm pretty sure we did that. <laughs> um, I remember frogs anyway. Um, but <laughs> yeah, like it's, it's also, it's not really like a proper dissection, I wouldn't say. Uh, but also, like, at some point, you have to kind of realize, like, what's the point of that? You know, you're you're a high school kid. Sure, you won't remember enough. that. Half of you are, like, <laughs> super squeamish, right? So, you know, wh why? Why is this necessary? Yeah. We, uh, like, we were in PA. And, uh, Kyle, have you, you, I'm assuming you've been hunting. Have you ever cut open, like, had to gut a deer or anything like that? I love how you assume things because I live in the fucking boondocks, motherfucker. I, I just, I just know it's a big thing. It's a big part of the culture around here. So no, I, I, I can't hunt because I get yeah. so bored so fast. Like, I went okay. hunting once and I, I fell asleep like six times. I just <laughs> was not having fun. Did I, I think I mentioned, did I mention this on the podcast or something last week or the week before where it was part of our grade? No, that was a whole fucking like a month and a half ago. You said that. Uh, yeah, we had we had to take like our hunter safety course as part of our science grade when I was in sixth grade, and because of that, like my grand, like my grandfather and like my mom's side of the family, they're super into hunting, and so uh -huh. they took me out hunting. And I was like, oh, this is gonna be exciting. They talk it up all the time. Hated it, 
but uh i i had to i figured out how to like gut a deer and everything like that and i was i realized very quickly i was like oh apparently i'm not squeamish okay Mm -hmm. yeah it's a weird way to they just kind of threw me into it i was like oh all right guess this is a thing that's happening i'm killing a wild animal and i'm cutting it open this is kind of horrific (laughs) but do you like do you eat it i'm I'm sorry i'm not i'm not from the states i don't know anything about hunting either okay Um, yeah it so first of all it's soup like I think you'll agree with this at least, Kyle. It's definitely super popular where we live. Like in the oh, yeah, 100%. Incredibly the, popular. We get off it, this. It's bad. Yeah. Like, I don't know if it was like this at your school. At our school, first day of deer hunting season, they literally closed school down because nobody would show up. Oh, they didn't close it down. <laughs> like, people just would show up. I'd go no, to class and there'd be like three of us there. I'm like, hmm. Yeah, no. Our schools are just closed for the day. Wow. Um, but yeah, it's super popular. And then... Uh, what was I going to say? Oh, just I guess, explaining. Yeah, it's it just popular. So like everyone was my family was into it. You'd go out. They uh they would go out with like uh, bow and arrows or or um, later on in the year they would go out with like rifles. We did bow and arrow hunting. And uh, it's as boring as he made it out to be where we just you go up in like a stand, like a tree house, essentially a small little tree house, tree stand. And uh, you just kind of sit there in the cold and wait for something to walk by, which is why I hated it. <laughs> Okay. But, uh, yeah, because yeah, like, uh, like you said, in pop culture, it's just it seems like this exciting sport. I guess. Yeah, not at all. <laughs> I can understand no, it, if it's exciting if you get like this big ass fucking rack on a buck, but <laughs> every time I see people doing anything like on Facebook or anything, it's always like these two or three pointers, like these baby fucking deer. He's it's talking like, about like the antlers on the deer. Mm. Yeah, it's but yeah, it, stupid. They do make it out to be able to, even on like, t- like they have outdoor shows. I, I guess it's the outdoor channel maybe or something. And like, it shows people hunting and they're like, it's them. Oh man, I can't believe all these animals are walking by. But in reality, they're on like a small little like preserve where they, they like lure deer through the area so they can hunt them. It's misleading and kind of terrible. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it wasn't my thing. I'd rather, you know, just go to the grocery store. I don't feel like sitting out in the cold. <laughs> no, that's fair. But, that is very fair. But uh, yeah. Anyway, that was dissection talk of wild animals. <laughs> I guess we'll move back onto our mm-hmm. back towards where we originally started from. Uh, one of your things was like, uh, uh, like old, like uh, I guess older types of medicines and treatments and stuff like that. Yeah. You. So, like, what what kind of like uh, time frame are we talking? Like, what? What kind of are just the whole spectrum from like years and years and years ago or like more recently, um, like ancient medicines, things like that? Yeah, I would say it's more like bits and pieces from, okay. you know, like ancient Egypt to, you know, like a few years back, even today. Okay. Uh, it's really, I think I've always been interested in kind of the day to day of um, history. It's not like, you know, big events, mm-hmm. um, but more like what, what would they eat? What would you know, what would you take? How would you deal with this? Um, okay. Yeah, so it's mostly that. Um, and yeah. <laughs> interesting, interesting. So uh, you, you view that and then you kind of compare it to today's sort of quality of life in the day-to-day of today. Is that sort of what you're, you're interested in? Because... Um, sometimes, yes. Um, I think okay. it's always interesting to see how we're to some extent, kind of repeating the same things that we've been doing for the last 
I don't know how many centuries, you know, sometimes it's mm -hmm. the same mistakes. Um, and, uh, but sometimes it's really just to kind of look and be like, wow, that was messed up. And to think like maybe like a hundred years from now, they'll be looking at what we've been doing. They're like, did they not even test anything before they rolled them out? Like, why would you do that? It, it is interesting because you see a lot of times where people pose the question of like, if you could go back in time to one time period, what would it be? And I'd be like, if I yeah. have to go backwards in time, it'd be yesterday. <laughs> that is like people will say like the middle ages, like middle ages or oh, uh, the plague. Like the, I mean, like the eight, we can't or, talk uh, now, but 1800s. You know, yeah. Yeah. But you, you get the point where it's like, yeah, I would, that'd be awful. Like you got a common cold and you're going to die. <laughs> yeah, no, it was, it was terrible. Like, yeah, it's like, oh, he stubbed his toe. Guess we'll have to cut off his legs. No, no, you don't have to do that. <laughs> I mean, you would be lucky if your leg got caught, cut, that got <laughs> cut off, you know, like some days you would just die because you've had an infection and you don't know how to deal with it. And the doctors didn't yeah. know how to deal with it. I wonder too, like, I've heard this too. It's not my idea, but like you go back and be, you just because we have all the medicines and you know the revolution and stuff like that if you were to go back if you would just kill everyone else off with all of your bacteria you know i don't yeah, know I, think, I, I don't know the science well enough to um i think that is uh, I, I also you know i i barely made it through microbiology uh <laughs> i i actually uh when i saw the topic list i was like vaccines well i guess i'm gonna have to do research on that because i don't remember <laughs> anything well, that course was like two years ago Mm. Um, but yeah, no, it, it absolutely makes sense. It's, uh, you know, the bacterial strains that we have today, they are to some extent different from what they had ages ago. So we could also mm. potentially die if we go back in time, I guess, uh, someone would True. have to yeah. fact check beyond this, someone with <laughs> more knowledge, but you know, it, it's the, it's, well, I, I know that, um, so the bubonic plague, like the, you know, black death and everything, the bacteria that caused that is, um, I think it's a different strain or it's a slightly mutated strain, but it's still alive today. And um, we do still have like tiny pockets of outbreaks every few years for that. Uh, but it's not like this huge, you know, black death scenario yeah. that we would have like in, we had in the 14th century, basically. Mm -hmm. that, that does make sense that we wouldn't be accustomed to the like older strains and they wouldn't be accustomed to the newer strains and things because you yeah. might go back in time with i guess what we'd call like the common cold today or whatever and that might be death to them but then something that they're more accustomed to might also be fatal to to a, a modern day person yeah yeah it's interesting mm -hmm. uh that's yeah, also no. mm -hmm. oh go ahead i'm sorry uh no i was just gonna say that's like part of the reason why um I think there are still like pockets of uh, indigenous tribes that have no contact with civilization mm -hmm. in some parts and they do limit. Um, I think it's forbidden to have physical contact with them because uh, things that we're immune to, we can transmit to them accidentally. Mm -hmm. I remember there was like some uh, scandal, not really a scandal, but there was news a few years back of this one guy who literally bribed a bunch of people to come into contact with a certain tribe and um, they ended up killing him. But I think uh, the whole issue behind that was it was super dangerous to expose these, uh, these mm. tribe members to what we're carrying basically. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. It's, uh, it's kind of bizarre. It's, it's weird. Cause like on one hand you, 
it's like I, I I'm someone I don't get sick hardly at all. <laughs> my girlfriend gets sick all the time. Mm-hmm. I have to assume it's my fault. <laughs> <laughs> it's I'm the one out and about. Not not as of late, but uh, pre-pandemic, I would be out and about all the time, yeah. f- traveling around for what I, for work, and uh, coming home around all sorts of different people. I have to admit, I'm bringing all the disease home. <laughs> cleaning it off myself or just my immune system is killing it and then she's over there suffering because of it (laughs) yeah um your poor girlfriend man (laughs) i feel for her uh but uh it's i don't know it's interesting it's it's all way over my head to say the least it is (laughs) kyle have you ever had bubonic plague (laughs) yes every 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 year i get it like once a year definitely nice oh, oh did, did you actually have the coronavirus at one point i know uh, there was like a point where you're like maybe or maybe not the, kind of yeah i like when they it started really picking up and everyone started getting it the symptoms i had were the same thing but they just said mm-hmm. it was uh bronchitis <clears throat> oh, okay. okay like i don't think uh i had uh i was coughing up blood every now and then <clears throat> uh Ear infections, sinus infections, uh, throwing up constantly. Um, literally would sleep like horrific. 20 minutes a night. And that lasted <laughs> a week. Like my boss like would Shit. constantly check on me because he thought I was legit about to die. And so did yeah. I. But I <laughs> oh, laid in my bed. Literally, I didn't go to the hospital or nothing. I went for like a day. And then they sent me home. Dang. Yeah, that is... Um... You're better though, right? Like Oh yeah, yeah. I, I Yeah, do. we hang out all the time. <laughs> I don't Still know how I don't know how Josh is alive. Sick all the time. <laughs> it's weird. When he was sick, we just we you know, we took a blood sample and I was like looking mm-hmm. at it, you know, just not through uh and drink it. Uh, I mean uh yeah. examine it. <laughs> I was looking at it, I was like, it looks clean by the naked eye, you know, whatever. <laughs> it uh, tastes clean, so we're good. <laughs> <laughs> now it's Kind of going back to it, it's like it was weird to me when I was in school because like people would be missing days, like not all the time, but like, oh, this person's out again. It's it was like two weeks since the last time they're out for a day or two. And it blew my mind that people would just get sick for a day. Like I I'd never experienced that. It, well, it was I know what it me. is. It's it's like the worst part of it, they take that day off, but like the the like when it's getting up to that point and then like the like final stretch of that like little common cold or whatever they had they just take the worst day and that's what mm-hmm. i'd do too i'd interesting i, okay. I mean then again you realize it you'd give it to other people but like you can't control that you're not gonna take a week off for a fucking common cold and miss that yes, much yeah. work because mm-hmm. the teachers hated it i just yeah. never got sick like I, I was it just blew my mind i was like how are you guys getting sick all the time please rub it the fucking that you never get sick <laughs> i swear like, to fucking god <laughs> like strep throat for example <laughs> apparently that's super common it's yep. like 3 million cases a year in the yeah. U.S., I think. And I'm just like, I've never had that. I, I don't know what it's like. I think I've had it tells once me. in the last you. couple years. I don't get that it's just weird. I don't know. It's just weird to me. It's like people get like all these different things. And I'm just like, yeah, my nose is runny sometimes, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. I, don't know. It, I, I do tell this to my girlfriend a lot where it's like her family relies on medicine a lot. Like the second they start feeling like any sort of like sickness They'll take like a Tylenol or something or like an Advil or whatever. Or their, um, oh, what is it? Claritin. The uh, Claritin D. Claritin. Yeah, but isn't. The, uh, um, allergy medicine. 
Yeah, it's, I take that uh, quite a bit when I'm back home because my mm. allergies act up when I'm back home. But yeah. Thank God I don't have allergies. <laughs> yeah, well, like they, they take all sorts of different medicines and vitamins and stuff like that. And I'm like, maybe the problem is that people rely on medicine too much and they just become too accustomed to it. I don't yeah, know. there there is uh there is a theory about that. I never looked into it too much. Um because I do not take it, medicine. Yeah. I mean, listen, I grew up on like tiny bitter brown Chinese pills that could, you know, short of <laughs> you dying, that was like you had a cold, you had fever, you would mix that with like yeah. Western medicine, let's say, and you yeah. would be fine. That that's what I grew up on. So Yeah, no, yeah. they that's that's exactly how it was for me. I, the last time I took medicine was probably when I was like ten. <laughs> I, okay. just, I just I just don't take medicine. One, I I guess just because I've been very fortunate that I don't get sick, but it's just I don't know. I, I've always been like, yeah, I'll just drink a lot of water and get over it. <laughs> that's just kind of always been my mindset. I don't know. Yeah. And then I I think part of it is where I, I sit there. I'm like, you know, I just can't be bothered. I can't deal with being sick, so I'm just not going to be sick, and I ignore it if I ever feel like under the weather a little bit and there's other people where it's, it's like, Oh, I'm sick. Guess I'm going to sleep in for the next three days and, and just suffer through this or they just, they just kind of let it take them, you know? Yeah. Uh. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm probably woefully off base with that take, but <laughs> I mean, there, there's a lot to be said about willpower, I guess. I don't know if it works that way, but if it did, that would be, really great know. i'm not gonna change anything like, i'm doing all i right. refuse to be sick yeah it's like not today thank you very much get out <laughs> um <laughs> one of the one of the things i had I'd written down for one of our topics was like dangerous like medicines or treatments yeah um there were a lot like we're not even talking about uh ancient history uh which you know a lot of time ancient history was was less dangerous and more kind of like ineffective. Majority of them were ineffective, mm. but then you get into like, you know, Middle Ages, you get into like the 16th, 17th century, and it was like mercury for everything. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it was literally syphilis, mercury. Do you have like, I actually, I have notes here. Um, <laughs> you know, anything that was like yellow fever, mercury, um, teething, they would actually, I think up until the 19th century, they were giving to babies uh, who had like teething pains, they would give mm -hmm. this um, this powder, which contained mercury, um, like mer mercurious chloride, I believe, like uh, calomel. They put in literally everything. Um, <laughs> you know, then you and had they're like, this is out of control. We need to switch over to like, what was it, cocaine? They used in a lot yeah. of things. Yeah, exactly. Like <laughs> Freud giving cocaine to everyone. Like that was his go-to. If you weren't having like weird sex things, it was cocaine. That was that was your solution to everything. You know? Um yeah, and it's so you do get that, uh but also up until um like even a few years back, like you would think we wouldn't be doing this anymore, but mm -hmm. up until I think from the 40s to the 60s, they would prescribe this medicine, think uh, diethyl stilbestrol, um, DES, mm -hmm. to women, pregnant women who were bleeding, or like it's to prevent, you know, because if you're pregnant, you don't want to be bleeding. So mm -hmm. to prevent like miscarriage or uh, like 
premature labor they would give that and then they found out that the children born of those mothers they had like lots of problem infertility um they had i think certain increased risk like four to five times an increased risk of certain cancers and you know the fact that that was occurring as far back as like 60s 70s you kind of start to worry and um talking of vaccines so i i grew up in the philippines and i still have like quite some ties to it and a few years back there was uh they rolled out this vaccine for dengue fever i don't know if you guys know about dengue you might be more familiar with yeah so yeah it's like a mosquito-borne um, okay right and um yeah, so they rolled it out because it's it's this huge problem in the Philippines and it ended up killing a whole bunch of uh, children who had it. Like it ended up exacerbating mm-hmm. the symptoms. So uh, that made a lot more people scared of getting vaccines. And I hate it because, you know, you have this whole <laughs> anti-vax movement, but I also understand that like if yeah. something, you know, that the government approved has killed a bunch of children. You don't want to get another vaccine because then you're scared. So, yeah, that's that's just what it is. That is, I mean, at least in some aspects, we have learned from mistakes like that. Like, at least now, we've just had presidents tell people to drink fishbowl cleaner, which is way better. <laughs> yeah. Only a few people died from doing that. It's okay. Mm, <laughs> yeah. No, that that is true. At least, you know, the death toll was uh, less. But yeah, Yeah. it makes you wonder sometimes. I mean, you could also just expose yourself to, you know, skin cancer, right? UV radiation. Why not? True. Yeah. (laughs) My uh, one of my cousins is like that where she does uh, she'll she doesn't do the um, that was the word tanning booths. She doesn't do that. Mm -hmm. She'll just go out and lay in the sun for like 12 hours at a time or something. It must be insane. I, I don't know. It, but it, she'll show up and she looks like burnt bacon. <laughs> I'm like, what? this isn't a good look. Like you've overdone it at this point. It's not a competition to see who, <laughs> beco- who can become the most uh, shriveled up piece of leather. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess like sunblock, right? If you put enough sunblock. Um... I think there's, I think she's um, like tanning oil. I don't think she's just sunblock. I think it's just tanning okay. oil, which I don't know like what the ingredients are in that. I also I can't have no imagine idea. it's like super protective against sun, the like the UV rays. Considering the whole point of it is to help you like char your skin. Yeah, yeah, that's that's true. <laughs> I also have no idea what's in uh, tanning oil, actually. I have uh, but, no idea. Yeah, no idea. But yeah, getting back, uh, getting back <laughs> on on the topic of uh, like old school like treatments and stuff. Like you watch a lot. Like I don't know what you watch, but like if you if you watch. A lot of like, um, like the American like Civil War era, like the eighteen hundreds stuff, like that. Like we watch a lot of like Civil War movies and things like that. It, it literally is like, oh, he got shot, legs gotta come off. There's nothing we can even attempt to do for this. Like it just yeah. very, it's just messy. It's really it messy is, and kind is, of thrown together medicine. Yeah, uh, I mean, you know, some some concepts, let's say have been mm-hmm. in use. So if we think about penicillin, right, like the, the mm-hmm. silver bullet, Fleming in like the 1920s, it was, it's been in use, like mold, which penicillin um, was derived from, it's been in use yeah. since ancient Egyptians, they would like rub moldy bread on to wounds to kind of disinfect it. And then you'd see the same thing in like China, in Greece, like 
second century CE, Galen was like giving wool to everyone. Uh, so you'd see that, and it's you do sometimes see the same concepts, but you know you also have some really weird ideas sometimes. Like uh, I don't know how well first you are with the theory of the four humors, where it's set. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not a I'm not a well scholared <laughs> individual. Um, no, it's just um, it's I, it's I, more Kyle's alley. <laughs> <laughs> The fuck are you tying me into? I barely know how to fucking get to work and back, motherfucker. I don't, I don't know what reading is, let alone how to do it. I hate reading. Anything that involves reading, even if it's an article that I want it's... to read, I won't fucking read it. I, I skim mean, over it. Books, right? I don't like, even I... like them. <laughs> Lord. I swear, I used to love reading so much, but now that I'm literally like reading every day for class, I'm just like audiobooks while I'm cooking, running errands. They're, they're the best. You're you're talking about the four humors of the body, though, right? Right, yeah. I Sorry. went on a tangent there. I apologize. <laughs> no, yeah. that's that's fine. Um, yes, yeah, so I bring this up because this is actually, we were talking about the plague and this was, it was such a big factor in all of the weird things they came up with um, to kind of combat the plague. So it's no, that is the theory of man. Never mind. Um, so anyway, the four humors. Yeah, I swear the ancient Greeks so great, but they also had some like really really weird ideas. So ancient four Greece humors. Is awesome. Yeah, like it, yeah, um, big fan. <laughs> I like. I'm I'm into Greek mythology. So that's oh that's nice. One of the things I, I'm sort of interested in. Yeah. I'm all over the place though. I'm very fickle. One minute I'm into something that's like all right, moving on. No, no, yeah. I feel that entirely. That's yeah. I feel like that's one of the reasons I I'm can like never a get a tattoo. At shiny objects, right? Like I that's, don't like exactly anything what, long enough yeah. to want it permanently on me. That's um, exactly what I said. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So for humors, Hippocrates, <laughs> you know, like great guy, Hippocratic oath, everything. Yeah. Uh, but he had this idea that um, the body is in sync because you have four humors, which is like blood phlegm black bile and yellow bile and mm. you know like what the reason you get a disease is one of these four humors kind of like it becomes more or it like gets less sync. like yeah you have this like imbalance basically and it it's it was in use until like the 17th century i want to say maybe even later and mm. another thing was um miasma so this idea of like hu uh foul foul humors it's also kind of related to the four humors but not so much i want to say so like um foul smells basically could cause disease and that's why during the plague you know those plague masks people would kind of mm -hmm. stuff that with herbs to kind of combat the um the the smell of the plague that could get you sick basically and my personal favorite um the Great Plague of London in the 17th century. People, ah, the Irish. Yeah, people started, uh, or doctors started recommending bottling up your farts. That's like they had, okay. they had jars of farts that basically you would bottle up your farts so that as soon as you felt like you were getting the plague or you got infected, you would smell the fart to chase the plague away. That sounds like a really messed up doctor playing a horrible prank on a lot of people. <laughs> right. I so it. it's I can't wrap my head around how that would work. <laughs> yeah, it um 
that's just you know one of the things uh it's really yeah some concepts they worked and you know we're still kind of basing medicine on that today and others mm. it's just like the four humors you know like put good smelling salt somewhere so you don't get sick basically yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I there was a point where i was like I never did it seriously, but I was like, oh, it'd be cool to be like, it was one of those things where it's like, oh, it'd be cool to be a doctor. Oh, it'd be cool to be a teacher. Oh, it'd be cool to be whatever, cop or something. I don't know. Like, I went through those phases where like, this is interesting. I mean, I could do this. Mm-hmm. Like, I watched, we watched Band of Brothers the TV, uh, on HBO maybe a month ago or something like that. And you see them, like, how they're treating the soldiers in the field. And it's it's interesting because it's like, all right, they're just kind of wrapping up the, the wounds essentially and shipping them off, hoping it goes well. I guess they, they use, uh, what is it? uh sulfa powder right i think they they throw it on the wounds uh, um, it's like the probably yeah uh, yeah i think <laughs> i think they they used that at the time but like it, it's just it's always weird to me it's seeing like all right you're the medic your job is to basically just tell me everything's gonna be okay and send me off to someone who can actually help me yeah but i you know we also have to kind of understand that they didn't really know much then Right, like, um, also, to be fair, the medical community, like, in the past, it's been very, they've been very classist. Um, like, there is uh, one doctor in, like, 1800-something, mid mm-hmm. to late 1800s. He, he found out, like, Semmelweis was his name. He found out that women who would give birth in hospitals were much more likely to die Uh, they called it pure pearl fever so basically after the woman would give birth she would just go into fever and within like three five days she would be dead um so they were much more likely to die than a woman on the street and if you think about that today that's insane (laughs) because there's no place like more sanitized than a hospital right yeah um so he kind of suggested because uh what happened was the doctors they would do autopsies on the people who died of pure pearl fever in the morning and then they would go to the birthing wards and assist in the birthing so you know this was before gloves this was before hand washing like it's hard to imagine a time where people thought that hand washing was ridiculous uh, but that's what happened and so he suggested that the doctors were carrying the germs it wasn't even called germs yet then so we had no microscopes yet um they were carrying the germs to the birthing wards and the doctors they were so offended by the fact that you know they could be dirty and because they were usually you know higher class uh upper middle class I, i don't know much about the classes at that point but they were the rich folk and they were like no how dare you suggest that we are dirty and we're carrying this foul smelling odor because you know you remember that was still like very much med- sound medical theory at the time that there was this like cloud of smoke that could infect people so yeah. they were like how dare you uh, so yeah that that has to do with it i guess it's just <laughs> a lack of information really it's um sort of like a lack of have, have you seen the movie shutter island leonardo DiCaprio? no no yeah yeah okay. i actually I, yeah i looked up the plot when i saw i was like i don't know this i don't have time to watch this it's a um, good movie i would recommend it yeah um uh, 
yeah, basically it's like they have a, an, it's a, it's an island where they're, they're trying to treat people with mental illness, but it's, it's at like the cutting edge. Like they're trying all of the new, like the newest uh, mm-hmm. techniques and things like that. And they do like lobotomies, right? Yeah. That and was so a big pl- thing. That was like lobotomies yeah. were huge. Yeah. I don't know much about like the, why, like the theory of like how that came to be and like why that became so popular. I don't know if you had any information on that or not. Um, I no. no. Also, okay. um, I think like I do love a good um, psych thriller, but mm-hmm. um, I did actually uh, in my last few years of high school, I was considering like going into psychology and psychiatry. Mm-hmm. But then I realized that um, today, like you can't anymore just like do random experiments in people. That's like unethical <laughs> now and stuff. Um, yeah, all this. Yeah, these people get in the way of our good old fashioned experiments. Right, like ugh, yeah. ethics, morality, why? Ethics. Yeah, ugh. <laughs> who needs it? Yeah, um, I think it's like tied to the idea that basically, if you like cut a hole, like if you sever certain connections in the brain, because mm. um, it is that's what it is. You would like poke holes in the brain and you would cut yeah. stuff up. Um, yeah, and yeah, it was like what 19 like 20th century basically right so we we weren't very um up to scratch with our ideas on mental health and mental mental illness yet at the time it's, so. it's literally the equivalent of just prodding something with a stick and being like what's it gonna do what does this yeah, do yeah yeah pretty much pretty much a, a lot of what we know about the brain actually comes from you know like just taking things out and there are actually like a couple of um famous psychological or even like near like brain studies where one person got like part of his brain removed because he kept having mm-hmm. seizures and they just watched how that affected him and that's that I think it contributed to what we know about short-term and long-term memory now if I'm remembering mm-hmm. right and this other guy um ended up having like Uh, a spike go through his brain and they just observed how after that his behavior changed and then they did like dissections or like scans of his brain after he died and they figured out which part was damaged and yeah i think i've read that story about that actually that sounds super familiar still bizarre yeah yeah it's quite a and the fact like it was all by accident as well like he actually got got speared through the eye phineas gage and he lived, but he turned into this um, not so great person. I don't think like mm. his behavior was just super off. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's I don't know. You'd think it'd be something we'd be like paying way more attention to, like mental health, well, mental well being, and stuff like that, like brain damage, especially as like our sports and things like that, where it's like clearly it's an issue. You see all like like a lot of these football players have severe brain damage later on in life. They're having like problems. Um, no, for sure, yeah. Like combat sports, like uh, UFC, you'd think they'd be like, "Hey, maybe let's let's take a look at this." <laughs> Instead, the UFC, I think, I think their fighters are like contractors, so they don't even have to like pay medical bills or anything for really? them. Really? Oh, that's terrible. It's, but I would assume that they du- make a lot, though. That is terrible. It's like uh, on average, I would say like an average fighter, not someone like there are the top tier guys that like you've heard <laughs> of or whatever. Conor McGregor or whatever, um, like he's probably the most famous one at this point. I would, I would say, um, 
but then you have like let's say like the average joe who's in the ufc not like a name brand but he's he's there consistently they might make like ninety thousand dollars for a fight and like if they fight two times a year it's like okay he made let's say two hundred thousand us dollars right it's like okay that's good money uh but he's getting horrible brain damage for the rest of his life for two hundred thousand dollars a year with no like medical cost in, included in that or anything. It's just, it's weird. I know that that's how uh, the WWE wrestling is like, they're like contractors as well. And tons of them have horrible, like long-term injuries. Yeah. I, I can imagine that. That's, I mean, I don't watch it, but I have seen some things and I just, I wonder sometimes like, but it's also, yeah, because it is a long-term thing, but it's, yeah. you know, it, it, I think it's kind of like, what did they call it? Um, occupational hazards. Yeah. Right, because, yeah. you know, athletes, uh, they are, I think, you know, you can consider them athletes. I mean, you uh, go into it knowing what you're getting into, for sure. No, that, that's like true. The, the, the WDAB guys, absolutely athletes. I mean, yeah. even though, like, it obviously, like, it's quote-unquote fake, the moves, like the things they're doing is absolutely real. Like I, it's, I, I don't watch it, but I know enough. Like I've seen like documentaries on like people that they've interviewed after the fact, like old wrestlers. It's like, they're absolutely out there doing that stuff. Like jumping off of high, you know, yeah. they have like the cage matches are falling through the cage or whatever, things like that. It's like they're out, they're out there destroying their bodies for entertainment, yeah. for people's entertainment. Yeah, that's true. Um, I, I guess you think of um stunt doubles as well, right? Like they do a mm-hmm. lot of that. Yeah, yeah. was it? Um, uh, Mila Jovovich, I think that she was in like uh, all of the uh, Resident Evil movies. Mm-hmm. She's in like the new Monster Hunter movie, I think. Her stunt double got into some sort of an accident on this on the one of the sets of I forget what movie it was. This is a number a couple of years ago, and I think she had to amputate like both her like her right arm and her right leg or something. I know she had to amputate Ouch. something. Her face got degloved. I think like it was a horrible injury yeah i think because like somebody on set messed up if i remember correctly i could be wrong but i think that's what happened Uh, it's like holy crap like you're just out there trying to do your job and like your whole life is just torn apart because of a a few quick seconds that might not have even been her fault yeah and it's not even just the physical like can you imagine like the mental strain of that? that that's horrible yeah it's like um it's happened a couple times but you see, like these, uh, I forget the woman's name. There's the one like model where she had like acid thrown on her face. And it's like her whole like career is ruined. Her, like, obviously, she's terrified of people just walking up to her now, I imagine. But yeah, like, for her, sure. like, in that career, and this is me making an assumption, but like her whole self worth could have been wrapped up in like, hey, this is me. Like, this is what I'm, I'm doing. Like, I'm a model. Like, and like that is that whole thing has been taken away from her. Like, I can destroy her self-confidence and everything like that, too. Yeah, for it's, sure. Like, that is, for one, her livelihood. But it's not just didn't just happen. To, I think it, it happens um, quite often uh, in some parts of the world. Like, I think that's mm. something that can happen. Um, you know, uh, people do just get acid thrown on them. And it's something that's been going on, Where actually. Where are people finding this acid? <laughs> <laughs> well... <laughs> I mean, every superhero, super villain origin story, right? That's true. Right. Yeah. 
<laughs> there are quite a few out there. Uh, but that does remind me of um, like Victorian era. Like um, people were throwing acids in other people's faces by then. Uh, vitriol. I, I don't remember what the exact components are, but I'm assuming it's all like hydrochloric acid and, you know, who knows what else. It's just like like a, a scaled down version of napalm or something, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe not even scaled down, you know, it, it was the, okay. yeah. the Victorian era who knew what went on. <laughs> they're like, man, we're just, they're <laughs> you know, hopefully this doesn't get big. Otherwise I could see this being a real problem over in like South, Southwest Asia. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Though, I mean, it is already like quite a big problem, I think, you know, in, in mm. parts of like Southern South. Yeah, you're right. South, Southwest Asia. Look at me knowing stuff. I did it. <laughs> Need to. I'm gonna edit in like, uh, like party noises, balloons, and stuff like that. <laughs> all the party things. Yeah, I knew something. Uh, <laughs> this is a this is shifting shifting gears mm-hmm. here a little bit. Yeah. Uh, one thing I put down was like uh, Daisy's like zombie drugs. We've been playing Daisy a bit, the video game. I don't know if you're if you're uh, if you know what that is or not. I, I have terrible hand-eye coordination, so I, I stay away okay. from video games. It, it's like a zombie survival game, essentially. Okay. Uh, we've been getting back into that lately. I don't know if you... It's sort of in the same topic. There was a number of years ago, it got it got pretty viral. There's a guy in, I think, Miami who was on bath salts, and he like ate the other guy's face. I don't know if you're aware of that or not. I, I heard of that. I okay. did. Yeah. Yeah. I guess what the the topic itself would be like, do you think that there's a chance that there could ever be like a drug or like a medicine, like a treatment or something that could cause something like that on a massive scale? Like obviously people right now are like all like talkative, like there's the conversation around the the COVID vaccines, Mm -hmm. not necessarily like a zombie outbreak, but like, you know, that there's. Uh, a lot of conspiracy you know, theories the going around, basically. Yeah. It's like, yeah. what, if, lot of, what if everyone yeah. that gets this gets sick or something? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, if you think of certain certain pathogens, right? Like the rabies. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. can't remember right now. I think it's a virus. No, it could be a... Oh, man. <laughs> um, I really don't remember. But uh, rabies, right? It like, makes you fraud at the mouth and... Mm-hmm. Um, no, obviously it's a, it's a terrible thing to have and you go into like spasms and you also think of tetanus. It's, um, it's terrifying. So I guess, right? And, you know, that, that could make you think... It, it does seem kind of like... Yeah, if, if you read about it, you're like, yeah, that's that's probably what a zombie would look like. So I guess, you know, yeah. to a certain extent, yes. I don't know so much about like eating human flesh, but I guess if you're like hopped on, on enough psychedelics, right? Yeah. Like that could that could be a thing. Um. Yeah, I didn't. Even, I, mean, I didn't even put the two and two together. Imagine if that was what was happening, right? The the COVID vaccine is just them injecting people with rabies. That'd be insane. Oh. <laughs> the plot I mean, of uh, uh, I Am Legend with Will Smith, essentially, except it wasn't rabies. Uh, yeah. or I forget what they had, but like essentially, everyone that took the vaccine for the sickness turned into yeah. the like zombies. Yeah. I remember actually, I think at the start of COVID, like that was a theory that was floating around. I remember hearing from someone that, because uh, at that point, I think only, you know, it was early, early on, like we're talking like March, April last year, 
Mm-hmm. And I think like only older people were getting sick and dying because, you At know, obviously. Time, yeah. yeah. So they were, it was something I heard someone say something about how, you know, all of the babies who got a certain vaccine were like protected against it or something. Okay. So this is actually like complete opposite of what you were talking about, but yeah, yeah. It, it's a similar idea. Yeah. Like a lot of conspiracy theories going around, you know, I, it kind of makes you wonder, um, like obviously with, with COVID and with this whole like mask, anti-mask thing, I've been looking mm. into the 1918 to 1920 um, kind of like the Spanish flu, basically. Flu, yeah. And we're having the same conversations, <laughs> literally the exact same. There was an anti-masking league, which actually contributed to the the second wave of the Spanish flu. You know, that there are all of these newspaper articles, like literally history just repeating itself. It, it's kind of... It's sad, but also really interesting to see, like, you know, humans will literally always be humans. Yeah. It's like, can't wait till next time. Right. Like, do this again like, in 20 years. Yeah. You know, like, literally do it again. And it actually makes me wonder, like, the polio vaccine, because I was like the first widespread vaccine, everyone is terrified mm-hmm. of their kids getting it. Yeah. Right. Um, so that worked out really well. But yeah, I, I don't know. Like history is just weird. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's interesting. Like I got both of my shots for the the COVID vaccine. I got Pfizer, but yeah, it it is interesting. Like hearing all the kind of the different takes on not just the vaccine, but the uh, like COVID in general, and uh, just kind of all of the different stories surrounding it. Some of which are just absolutely insane. Like the uh, they're injecting us with five G, which doesn't even make sense on the most basic level to me. <laughs> Yeah, like, but it's it it's makes like, for how, the best running joke. Sorry, Sorry how do you on. think this works? <laughs> um, like, do yeah, you know what five G is? <laughs> um, yeah, the, it, the thing is, it makes for the best running joke. Like, even now, mm. you know, when I got it, and I was like sending my friends, they're like, "Oh my god, you have five G now! Like, does it work fine?" And now, yeah. whenever they're getting all of their shots, I'm like, "So, like, th- does it?" work after the first shot or do you need to get like the second shot <laughs> you know it, it makes for a good joke if it but it's also kind of like heartbreaking because you're like you know there are people who firmly believe in that and they won't get vaccinated it's like, why are you that. against great cell phone reception why is this an- <laughs> <laughs> right like literally like just if anything okay like 5g i would love to have that like just yeah. constantly yeah. Especially yeah, and not I, have to I'm pay a telecom company. Yeah, I'm lucky to have any sort of service where I live. It's awful. No, I, I completely feel that every time I go back home to the Philippines, I'm just like, why is the data so slow? <laughs> why is the Wi-Fi so slow? You know, we're, we're paying like for one of the like best connections, and it's still so slow. <laughs> yeah. It, oh man, I wish I'd gotten injected with 5G. That would improve my lifestyle immensely. Right. It didn't of- help too. They did an interview with. Uh, Bill Gates and his wife, who are now getting divorced out of nowhere, yeah, uh, they, they did an interview and they're like, and they asked her, they're like, is is Bill in, injecting people with five G? And she's like, oh, he hasn't mentioned it to me. It's like that that is not the resounding <laughs> denial that people would have hoped for. <laughs> no, that's true. I mean, I love the the humor, but also like yeah. at some point, yeah, like that's it's like all right, not helpful. Know, People are taking this sort of seriously. If you could just tell people that he's not doing that, that'd be fantastic. 
he hasn't brought it up to me, but he hides things from me all the time. It's like, oh no, oh, God. that's not the right answer to that question. <laughs> yeah, no, that was that was that was not very helpful. I I actually haven't read that. That's that's super. I need to look that it, up now. It was a it was a video I saw. It was I was. That's like somebody asking Joe Biden's wife, like, is Joe planning to nuke the country? Well, he hasn't mentioned it to me. It's like, oh, no, 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 no. You, just say no. Just say he's definitely not going to do that. Right. What That's happens what in the do. Oval Office? You know, it stays yeah. in the Oval Office. Like. Well, you know, it, no, what he does is none of my business. They're not my nukes. Uh, <laughs> if you could tell him not to do that, that'd be fantastic. I don't need an octogenarian deciding to nuke my family off the face of the earth. That'd be. Oh, that's true. <laughs> but yeah, no, it, we've we've done this topic before with like people like, what would you do in a zombie apocalypse sort of thing? We've never looked at it at like how the outbreak started uh, from yeah. that direction. But yeah, it's, I don't know, it's interesting. Vaccines in general are, are interesting to me, especially with, I think one of the things people miss a lot with, at least with the COVID vaccine now, is people choosing not to get it? I'm not. I'm not going to sit here and harp on people to to get it or not get it or whatever. It's not the point of our podcast. But like, I think part of the thing people miss is if you don't get it, if there's enough people that don't get it, there's a chance that a new strain could come along because of of people getting the the vac- of uh, pe- new people acquiring the disease. It seems it's it's, like, it's, it's actually already happening. Um, oh, definitely. All, they have like yeah, a new right? strain from India, right? Yeah, and, and not just there, like you see all of these new strains popping up and like vaccine suppliers, they are kind of altering, uh, altering their vaccine shots now to accommodate mm-hmm. for that. And I think that's one, you know, th- that's one advantage of the kind of vaccine that a COVID vaccine is. It's like it's an mRNA vaccine. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's definitely great. But no, that is true is that, you know, the reason that these strains are coming up so quickly is because we can't produce the vaccine at a high enough rate and we can't administer it quickly enough to stop that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, that's why they have boosters essentially is for new strains. Like I know, I forget who it was, was telling me, it's like they, they're going back in like three or four months to get a, a third shot uh, oh, wow. as like, as like a booster. And I was like, Oh, that's, huh. that's quick. I just got my, what? Yeah. I got my second shot two weeks ago it's and not you're already not, going back for a third yeah but it's not how maybe like the oh so it's like a third shot because i know uh the astrazeneca mm. like it's more they found out it's more effective if you take like 10 to 12 weeks after like you take the first shot interesting okay yeah but yeah we um, waited mm-hmm. three weeks between our first and second shots i believe yeah that's like the the pfizer biontech is like three weeks yeah. flat uh but the astrazeneca like you have some like room to move things around a bit hmm. yeah i don't i don't know all of the ins and outs of all the different versions they're putting out but yeah it's it, it is interesting to me people when uh when people say like you don't even know what's in it like why are you putting it in you and i'm like i just google the ingredients it's not that difficult but yeah. my, it's my not just that like you know like uh it's also so there's this um there's this concept with medicine that you generally don't recommend something if the risks outweigh the benefits. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so that's that kind of like one way to look at it that, you know, the reason why uh, there was this um, issue with the Johnson and Johnson vaccine that I think seven people got, um, I think,
think like the blood clots. clots yeah the blood clots yeah. like a very specific kind of blood clots and um i was looking into it and there's uh there's this one um doctor he's like a covid scientist that i follow and he was you know walking through it and it is terrible you know that you have that side effect but mm-hmm. the benefit of getting it outweighs the one out of how many million yeah chance that you would get that blood clot wasn't and th- this might be incorrect i wasn't it all women who were on birth control as well like, yeah that's that a- you know that's also another thing like i also have a bone to pick with that because i do know a few years ago there was con- there was this controversy behind a birth control pill uh that one company rolled out and they found out years later that it was actually causing a lot of um blood clots basically and the percentage of women who got that was much higher than, you know, the seven people who got blood clots, which again, not a contest. It's still like really bad, but it just kind of yeah. highlights um, maybe it's also like the the political atmosphere around getting vaccinated or not getting vaccinated that fuels yeah. the rumors. But, you know, you're like, OK, so several thousand women can get this from an oral contraceptive pill and that's fine. But as soon as seven, seven people out of however many million get that then it's mm-hmm. you know yeah yeah I try, i've tried to explain it to people because i know like like i said where i work mm-hmm. uh i could i could sit there every day and if i wanted to and bring up articles like oh this how many people are vaccinated this is how everything's going this is going well this is going well the only time they mention any of it is when something bad happens like see i told you so i told you this yeah. is bad i told you and it's like you are sitting there it's it's confirmation bias for you i was like it it literally, you're sitting there waiting for anything negative to pop up in the news just so you can use that as concrete proof that you were right. It's like, it's not how it works. Yeah, that's, it's like, that's definitely true. I, I'm like, I could sit here and point out why people, we should outlaw vehicles because there's car accidents. Like it, it's just not how like statistics works. <laughs> yeah, that I've never used that. I feel like I might use that now. Um, but yeah, I think, uh, the reason why I've been trying to keep abreast of all of the you know, COVID vaccines is because by like close friends, not even close friends, just, you know, people who know me, like, they're like, you're a medical student. You should know about this. I'm just like, listen, I can give you the link to like three different people who can explain it much better than I can. Please go to them. I, I don't know anything. Yeah. Um, yeah, but no, that that's true. I kind of, over the last year, I've learned to just, be like i'm not gonna deal with this i'm just gonna let you think <laughs> at some point you realize that nothing you can say will change their opinion and you know me being a medical student is they're even more like oh but you're like brainwashed and i can understand why they would think that like you know <laughs> to some extent like all conspiracy theories they have to start somewhere right and i can understand why they would think that but also i i don't know how to convince them otherwise i was like all right, you you do you, you know? Like, well, it's not, I'm not even trying to convince them otherwise. I just kind of <laughs> convince them like, hey, stop bringing it up whenever it suits you. Like, you don't see me sitting here bragging like, ha ha, we hit 250 million people vaccinated. I got you. Like, it's like, no, I don't care. Like, it just, it's whatever. Like, no, Kyle, that- I'll ask you, Kyle. I feel like I've been, I think we try to be as non-biased as possible on here, right? I think that's a fair thing. Yeah. I think I'm I, like you and I definitely have different political views on a lot of things. I don't think I've ever sat here and like criticized you or anything, right? No, no, because I, I mean, if you ever would bring it up, I'd just leave because I'm not going to sit here and have a political debate because yeah. I don't know yeah. enough and I don't care enough. 
No, no. Like, like I said, like we, we try to be as like, just kind of like, first of all, we don't get, I feel like we don't really try to get political on the show as much as possible. Yeah. We stay away from it. Yeah. But on top of that, even if something does come up, it's like, I'm not going to sit here and be like, here's why you're wrong. This is why you're such an idiot. Right. Like it, it, I feel like that's how like a lot of those things go. Like I've, I've, I've listened to podcasts where it's like that, where it's like, dude, how can you even believe that? Like how, like how dumb could you be to believe that? It's like no, that's that's not how you have an like a a a positive discussion. You don't put the other person down. That's that's not helpful. Right. I was just gonna say like that's not helpful at all. No. Like, in no way, shape, or form is that gonna like somehow convince the other person to consider, you know, your view. And yeah. at the end of the day, you know, like it, it's true. Like to some extent, I don't care enough like obviously i care <laughs> that we're not gonna have herd immunity but from the looks of it we're not gonna have herd immunity anyway so yeah. it's always i was just like you know what yeah okay that's fine let's talk about something else i might have mentioned it even last week mm-hmm. but like i said like i come we come on the show it's like i got my vaccines i'm not gonna sit here like i i think i worded it this way it's like i do think people should get the vaccine but i'm not gonna sit here and berate people like you should get this if you don't get this you're dumb like isn't that like i just like that's my my view on it I'm not going to sit here and harp on it, though. I'm not going to sit here and, and uh, give people a hard time. Yeah, I'll voice my true. opinion, but I'm not going to get into arguments over it. I'll yeah. debate people, though. Debating is fun. <laughs> it is. It is. Um, but yeah, I'm no, quite like, good at it, even agree. if I'm even if I know I'm absolutely wrong, <laughs> because I will just bring up point after point, even if it's out of thin air. It's fantastic. <laughs> it's very but- difficult to debate. A, a lie that's made up on the spot that's true. like if you back it up with like enough confidence and like you yeah, know, confidence like, you quote sources that don't exist so they can't yeah, ever like, find that they're it's like they can't prove numbers. it wrong if they can't find it that, that's true and like you know you just make up numbers on the spot that's say with enough confidence you might you know like i do know people like um i get very stressed before exams because i'd be like i don't know enough i'm not gonna remember enough but i know people who just go in there and they bullshit their entire exam and it works <laughs> out fine i'm like how'd you do that and they just like they just have so much confidence that the professor at some point is just like you know, i remember it right um that's how you, you know. become a doctor right you just go into it with extreme confidence like they have like a broken ankle you're like now what it's cancer i'm telling you it's cancer <laughs> we're gonna get you on chemotherapy right away and they're like i'm pretty sure it's a broken ankle nah not even gonna do an x-ray it's definitely cancer i mean listen like (laughs) a few centuries ago yeah probably (laughs) you know doctors back then were just kind of half the time winging it anyway so (laughs) it's lupus (laughs) oh man i was just i literally was just having this conversation the other day we were uh i was with my friend we were in the hospital we're doing rounds now and i was like i've heard about lupus since second year of medical school i still have no idea what it is like i don't know what it is it's just (laughs) it's a whole bunch of things but why and how you know it's it's uh it's the go-to uh illness on the tv show house (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that's yeah. I I do need to get around to watching House though. Like it's um, that's one I've never been super into like the medical dramas. Um, I don't watch. But TV also like Kyle, like, Kyle, what was that show you watched very briefly, Kyle? Uh, I watched like eighteen episodes of The Good Doctor. That's what it was. I've seen clips. Which is it's kind of, of character for you. It was bizarre <laughs> that you were watching it to me. <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, I have seen clips and I'm always like, yeah, I'm going to watch that at some point. But House, he's, he's just such an asshole, you know, like <laughs> I would hate to have a doctor like House. Like, yeah, he's good. But he's but the best damn doctor there is. He's so good, but he's such an <laughs> asshole. Oh, my God. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> Imagine it, here's what would happen if I was in that situation. I'd go in. He's like, it's lupus. I'm like, holy shit, it's Hugh Laurie. I'm a big fan of your comedy, <laughs> sir. <sighs> oh, I had something I was going to say. I can't remember what it was, though. Damn. Damn, what a shame. Damn oh. it, Fox, for getting me off, t- off Damn it, Mr. House. Why do you got to <laughs> do this to me? Uh, no, another comedian ruining the day. Damn it. Damn. First, it was Chris D'Elia with all those minors, and now House. Oof. <laughs> Rough. Oof. Have you ever seen that clip of Chris D'Elia finding out that uh snapchat can get like screenshotted no but did you also hear that kim kardashian didn't pay her workers and she's trying to say that she did i did see that that's I saw, like a brief <laughs> headline of that i it literally seemed completely on brand yeah it, it i saw it on snapchat because every now and then i'll accidentally scroll too far to the other stuff that's over there and i'm like <laughs> what kind of drama can we stir up today <laughs> and it's I, kim uh, kardashian shit and i say fuck this app Speaking of drama, I've I've recently tried getting my uh, coworkers to go on strike. <laughs> we were watching one of the local schools, uh, the school districts. Their teaching staff went on strike for some reason. I don't know. I guess they want more money, even though I feel like they go on strike literally every other year because they demand more money. It's like, all right. And I was like, we should do that. We should do that. Like our our working conditions are ridiculous here. And like, yeah, it's it's kind of ridiculous. I don't know if I want to go on strike though. And I was like. But I mean, just think, like, what are they going to do? Like, they can't just rehire right away. They'd have to train people. Like, they're going to lose so much money. Like, they'd probably give in to our demands. They're like, <laughs> maybe. I don't know. I'm like, I mean, that, start, that was like Thursday, I think that happened. And I'm, I'm going to continue working that angle and see what happens. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, it's, yeah. it's really, I would love to hear, like, the ending of this saga. Like, yeah, I don't, I, I, I don't care is, is the, the crux of this is that I, I go in, I, uh, we have quota. I work in advertising, so we have quotas on like mm-hmm. how much we have to sell every month. And so every, every month I go in at like 98, 99% immediately because I sold a big, a uh, couple of big packages at the beginning of the year. So I'm like basically set for the year. So I'm okay. a couple of things. One, I'm set up for the year. And two, I'm extremely bored because I don't have an, any incentive to do anything because I've already had my quota. And if you sell, it, the problem is if you if you go over your quota, you get punished next year because they your your quota will skyrocket to because you have to sell more than the previous year. Mm-hmm. So it's like okay, I hit a hundred percent and I stop, so my quota doesn't go up next year, and that's it. And so I'm just I have no incentive to do anything, and I'm just bored. So it's like all right, how can I stir the pot today and and make this more entertaining for myself? Just and out so, of curiosity, does like your boss or management listen to the podcast? No, like. no, you have to remember, like, this, I work through, it's, it's an ad agency based out of a, a newspaper. So you have to imagine most of the people reading newspapers are like older. And a lot of the yeah. people working there are also older. My boss okay. is actually, it was today, yeah, she, uh, she's like in her 30s. Uh, but like, other than that, everyone's like, like mid to high 50s, early 60s. Okay. Like it is, yeah. So no, they don't listen. I, we had to explain what a podcast was at one of our sales meetings. That <laughs> sounds the, like fun. Yeah, we do a, we do a, I think they had two of them. 
that they were putting ads on for like the local paper where it was like a sports radio show and something else. There was definitely a second one, but they're like everyone's like, all right, what's a podcast? Like it's a radio show essentially. And like, <laughs> yeah. then why is it called a podcast? Like, well, it's not like a live like radio show. They're like, I don't understand what's going on here at all. And we're like, Oh God. <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's the kind of people I'm working with. So I so find sick. it incredibly hard to believe that anyone would ever find this. And okay. if they did, then what do I care? Fair. They can go Fair. back like, what, 50 episodes ago when I was just sitting here ranting about having to sell vacation packages. <laughs> I work or, in advertising. Why am I selling vacation packages? Or the 30 plus episodes where you bitched about your sister for the entire time. I hope she finds that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, it. I don't know how we got on this part of the the show. I have no idea how we got to this this part. But. I mean, it's a chill conversation, right? Like, yeah, this we're, just, is, we're just kind of hanging out. Yeah. yeah, this is the highlight of my weekend, basically. Like, it's well, it's yes. like three a.m. here. I've done nothing all weekend except study. So this is very fun for me. <laughs> so you it's lied. Fun. You did do something. You studied. Uh-huh. <laughs> that doesn't count. Like. <laughs> <laughs> I've done nothing. I went to the bar Friday night, and I've done nothing but play games all weekend because fuck. <laughs> This rain. Uh, That's how my so you guys have went. fun. I'm just busy. I I played games like yesterday and today a little bit with you. I work the rest of the time. Like, <laughs> Damn. I need to hire people to I, do my I, work. I guess it's. I guess I have perks of not knowing a fucking thing other than to play the game. Like I, I've been building the website. I've redone our merchandise mm-hmm. short our uh, merchandise stores. You know, I've been I've been getting our ads and stuff put out. We're on. We have Google Ads now. I did that today. Wow. Like, (laughs) very productive weekend, week, like, cool thing. Yeah. No, it's, it's been a whole thing. I'm, I, I try and stay busy. I have someone editing uh, the podcast that's coming out this week. So, this podcast recording now is going to come out on the 9th. We're we're Mm -hmm. recording in advance a little bit. So, the podcast coming out this, this Wednesday. I have somebody else editing that, which is fantastic. I hope they do a good job. So I'll keep sending all the episodes to them being like, go ahead and do this. I'll pay you. Whatever. Save me the time, please. (laughs) Hey, oh my God. How long? I mean, I've been talking for months and months and months. Like we need to get, I'm going to hire a video editor. I'm going to get a podcast editor. And you never did it. And then I did get a video editor. And then you're putting all this workload on yourself because I don't know fucking my left from my right hand when it comes to this. (laughs) I got a video editor. And then uh, he kind of went off the rails on me. and was trying to like sell me stuff. And I was like, what the heck's happening? <laughs> His, was it like an MLM or? It was just so weird. I was like, I was like, I was like, oh, I was like, oh I'm, this is what I said. him. I was like, I'm currently compiling a list of funny moments to use. Once I get the done, I can reach back out. He's like, cool. I'll be waiting. While, while I'm waiting for you to get back to me, if you need help with email management, web research, booking appointments or customer service, let me know. Did like, he try uh, three, talking to you about your car's extended warranty too? Like three all- hours went by. <laughs> I want to point out he sent this nine fifteen p.m. Three hours went by. Twelve. What is this? Twelve thirty-two a.m. Hey, I haven't heard back from you yet. If you're having a hard time with your schedules and appointments, I can also do that for you to help remind you with your activities. If you're free, we can discuss the customer service that you need. He's like, what the heck? He sounds Another- like another. Um- 2.36 a.m. Two hours later. I'm obviously I'm in bed. Like I'm just, 
I see you're kind of busy right now. If you're having a hard time with your schedules and appointments, maybe I could do some tasks for you and make your workload less. If you're free, we can discuss customer service. It's like, come on, man. I just wanted a video editor. <laughs> well, you know, he's like, he's a very well-rounded and, you know, very good at solving himself. Which I feel like we can all use a bit more of. Uh, it's just, I was like, man, you've really turned a corner I did not expect here. <laughs> I was like, I was just paying you. Fifteen dollars to edit the video for me, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'll just go hire someone off of Fiverr or something. I don't know. This is this is not where I saw this going, to say the least. <laughs> uh, I feel bad. Very nice guy. Got the work done exactly like I requested, very quickly. And then I was just like, okay, this. Have you ever seen the Cable Guy? Have you ever seen this movie? No. No. It's uh, Jim Carrey. It's got a. Um, Matthew Broderick, who's the who played a uh, Ferris Bueller, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Okay. Uh, he, Ferris Bueller. I'm just gonna refer to him as that. It's he's like the main character essentially, uh, and then he, he he's he just broke up with his girlfriend. Like they take a time apart, and uh, he's just moving into this other apartment. And he's like, oh, I'm gonna get my cable hooked up, and he calls the cable company, and Jim Carrey shows up. He's the cable guy, and uh, long story short, basically Jim Carrey has like this uh, emotional attachment issues where he just gets super attached to people. He's like, you're going to be my friend, right? And they're like, yeah, sure. And he's like, oh my God, we're best friends. And he becomes super attached. That's why I feel like this this relationship with the video editor is gone. <laughs> where it's like, man, I just need a video editor. I don't, you're not like my customer manager, like customer service manager. Like I, you know, I don't need an appointment booker. I, I can do that myself. I have Google calendars. You know, it's it's not a problem with scheduling stuff. It's just, I have a lot of work to do. And I don't need people harassing me at 2.30 in the morning trying to help me with my customer service problem that I don't have. <laughs> so, yeah, needless to say, I'm, I'm still looking into uh, video editors. But if the guy editing the podcast works out well, I'm going to be happy with that. Okay. I'm just going to start shelling out money. <laughs> just like, please do this. Don't ask to be my friend. <laughs> if, if it happens, it happens. It's fine. Please don't don't be overbearing. <laughs> Oh my god! Maybe I'll make more money if, if I get my coworkers to go on strike too. Who knows? If that happens, I'll get more time to edit. True that. Oh man. Anyway, so yeah, uh, medicines like we were. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was a lovely tangent I, that we took. I, I enjoyed it though. I really enjoyed yeah, it. This is, this, this is what happens. This is what happens. We go on these. I get us in the weeds. Next thing we know, we're in like an overgrown area, and then we're in the forest and we're lost. You know, that's what happens. We start in the desert, we end in the jungle. We don't know what the fuck's going on. Exactly. And then we pretend like that's what was supposed to happen. That's yeah. that's what happened. Hallucination. Is that what I'm I'm just on drugs? Damn. Oh my god. <laughs> what a shame. Great. I want more. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Man, now I see what all these rappers are on about. This is great. Yeah, this shit's <laughs> fucking awesome. <laughs> uh, we're gonna get canceled for that joke. Just you wait. That in particular, not the Kobe Bryant stuff we did. While Literally was, while was five minutes after finding out this man had died. Oh, <laughs> terrible. I've contemplated taking that episode down <laughs> and I left it up. I was like, no, this is a monument to our sins. This, this, <laughs> that's who we are. That's our personality. 100%. We've come a long way from it. then. We've, no, we haven't. <laughs> one of our co-hosts died off theoretically and that got worse and worse. Oh, that we talked about that for like fucking how many episodes we did? Like at least 12. Yeah, one of our co-hosts, uh, quote unquote, died. 
as in he just stopped showing up so we just never bothered contacting him again and uh okay. so we we went on this tangent every week we'd come up and be like hey anyway here's an update on this guy uh you know and so on and so forth like funerals services and we kept changing the way he uh he quote unquote died right and uh we just made it as awful as possible um and that went on for a while and we're like all right we could probably drop this bit this is this is lost a tumor months ago. <laughs> nah, I'm still pretty funny, me. <laughs> but yeah, we. I, I I feel like we have improved a lot. You know, uh, have, how long have you done like podcasting before? Can I say um, that? No, but I uh, I used to um, I used to volunteer to read audiobooks oh, for nice. free. Yeah, so. we, had, we had a guy that did audiobooks on before on our show, uh, mm. Metis. He's a guy. He did. Uh, he did like, um, I guess, like quote unquote horror sort of. Oh, he did cool. the like no, like noir type stories, things like that. Oh, nice. Very nice guy. Very cool yeah. guy. Yeah, I he mean, does, I was. Uh, in- I was gonna say he does. Uh, it's on Twitch. I don't know if it's Twitch.tv slash Fun Fact Friday. I don't know if that's the actual link. Uh, he and his daughter do a thing where every week, every Friday, it's called Fun Fact Friday. I just don't know if that's the actual link. Where like they'll sit down, they'll discuss like. Here's a fun fact about this. And they'll just talk oh, about it's it. It's cute. For a while. It's it's yeah. pretty cool. I mean I think it's a really cool thing he does. Yeah. I wasn't any good at the audiobooks thing. Uh, but <laughs> it was it was a fun experience, you know. Nice. That could be it's, it's interesting. I can't I can't imagine doing that. Like I, I get like it's very it's similar in the sense of doing a podcast, but like how long does it take? Like I, I feel like it could take a while. How long um, are you in there reading? So mostly it was like uh, short chapters because it was on LibriVox. So it's like a okay. you know like a bunch of people they would volunteer to read public domain books. Basically, oh, I see. Yeah, okay. So like, yeah, everything's like voluntary basis, and it's yeah. And it was it was something to do when I was like I don't know, I was like sixteen, seventeen, something mm-hmm. like that. Um, yeah, but it did take a while, and I think that's that kind of put me off of you know recording things and editing things because it it always mm. takes forever. Uh, oh believe me i know how long it yeah. takes to edit mm. the podcast it's right. like a four and a half five hour process sometimes depending on how long it oh goes my God. or so better bad. yet i edit it completely i finalize it export it upload it and then i wake up at 3 a.m and realize the file got corrupted on upload and i have to re-edit it at three oh, in the morning no. oh no oh great that stuff hurts yeah. great stuff I accidentally um, deleted my entire raw file once. That was, yeah, that, that hurt We've, so much. I didn't delete it. We've had that happen where like the one episode in particular, it recorded like the first like, tw- I want to say we recorded like an hour and 10 minutes and it recorded the first like 25, 30 minutes of Kyle's audio. And then it just didn't record the rest of it for whatever reason. And Thank God uh, I didn't talk that much of that episode. We <laughs> just let it go. And then eventually, I I was like, "Oh crap!" He sets up this topic. Kyle, I need you to re- just say this for me, and I'm going to record it. <laughs> and I've edited that. I had him record like two lines, and I edited that into the show. That it makes sense. Mm-hmm. And then there was one episode where, for whatever reason, my audio got corrupted or something. It got deleted, and I had his. So I sat here like a lunatic, listening to the podcast. And I re-recorded my part and I reacted like I was hearing it for the first time based on how I remembered myself reacting originally. Mm-hmm. It was so weird. I was like, this is <laughs> this is what a, a lunatic does. 
So I was like, no, I need to do this for the show. I can't make him re-record. So I sat here essentially talking to myself for an hour. You know how sometimes there are Did like- it for the show. There are moments when you feel like if you ever committed like a felony or turned out to be like a psycho, people would be like, in your documentary, they would be like, yeah, that's that it's should have been the first sign, right? Yeah. 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 Like, yeah, I should have reported him the first time I saw him on a just talking in a microphone about what happened to his old co-host. <laughs> like, like, oh man. Like if something happens to my sister, I'm the first suspect, regardless of what happens. They're coming for me. They're like, yeah, we we heard your podcast and the things you were saying. I'd be like, I I I didn't do anything, officer. I swear. I swear. And they'll be like, yeah, likely story. I'll be like, thanks for listening to the podcast, though. <laughs> be sure to be sure to retweet it. Your chance to win giveaway. Right. I mean, if it gets those numbers up, why not? Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> we're about an hour and twenty minutes in here. I don't want to drag this out. Uh, just, I feel like I'm beating a dead horse. We're just dragging <laughs> the horse over the finish line. That's um, animal cruelty. You might not want to do that, or it's, I'm gonna have to report you to the authorities. <laughs> You know, I don't respect them, so do what you will. Uh, no, but uh, thank you again for coming on. I had, a, I had a fun time. Thank you. It's fun to chat. Yeah. Thank you Appreciate so it. much as well. Like, I also like really enjoyed it. So I'm glad. I, I'm glad. I, I, it's always interesting because like we'll start up right before the show. We introduce ourselves and everything. It is always strange going into it because it's like I don't know this these people we're just going to sit here and have an hour long conversation somehow about with these mm-hmm. people I've never met before. So we do our best to make it as like, just kind of laid back as possible. Uh, yeah. we we had, we've had a number of different people on from various backgrounds and it's, it's always interesting trying to like open them up, I guess. Right. And yeah. so I, we try our best to, to make it a, a relaxing, uh, conversation. So I'm glad you had, had a great time. We appreciate you have, uh, having you on. It's fun. Yeah. Chatting. Um, yes. Thank you for Thank you. um yeah, I, I literally already said this, but yeah, thanks for having me on. Was uh was really interesting. Once again, why don't you tell people where they can go check out your show, Anatomith? Yes. So um Anatomith is on I actually ended up having to write this down. Uh so you know, it's on the major stuff like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Google Podcasts. Um also on Stitcher, a uh, couple other smaller ones. But yeah, nice. not a myth for, you know, medicine, potential medicine behind mythology and like a bunch of assumptions on the way. Nice. Awesome. Yeah, and I'll put the links in the description too. So you yeah, can just click you. down below. Appreciate Make that. it nice and easy. Yes. Uh, before we wrap up, definitely everyone go check out. We have our Twitter at uh, Digester, uh, Prod. Uh, we got our Instagram, dead, just, dead underscore jester underscore productions. Uh, we're doing the giveaway right now for the Red Dragon Inn tabletop game, card sort of base game. Uh, oh, super nice. fun. We love playing it. We're doing the giveaway yeah. from now until the end of June. Every day, uh, I'm tweeting out on Twitter and posting on Instagram. Uh, all you have to do is like it on Instagram or retweet it on Twitter to enter. So if you do it every single day, you get that many entries. Um, so yeah, we're going to give that away. I'm going to wait till the end of June then like july 1st or something depending on what's going on uh we'll announce the winner i'm gonna pick it at random so definitely go ahead and check that out to enter it's a fun game 
really do enjoy it. It's it's super fun. We have almost all of the expansion like characters. So it's it's the Red Dragon in five, the character trove. It's the big box with a ton of storage in it. We have one through I think seven or eight, maybe. I have like all those editions along with a number of the other expansions. We play the shit out of it. It's a super fun game. It's it's pretty straightforward as well, which is nice. Uh, fantastic game. So if you want to win a free copy of it, all you have to do is enter over on our Twitter or Instagram. Go to digesterproductions.live. It's our website. It's getting a facelift, hopefully sometime in the middle of this week. Uh, it's just about wrapped up. I have almost everything done. Uh, one of our, our guys, Poppy, in the Discord, uh, his friend is helping me with some some coding on the website that I'm not sure how to do. So once that's done, our new website will be live and everyone go check that out. And that'll have links to the current website has links to everything. We have our, our link tree so people can check out all the places they can enter. So thank you everyone for listening. Thank you, Audrey, for coming on the show. Really appreciate it. And thank we'll you. see everyone next um, time. Yeah, it was nice to meet you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Everyone have a wonderful time. See you all next time.